Do you want a book that will inspire and challenge you? Evangelizing Catholic Culture, New Vision for the New Creation is that book. It's a call for spiritual renewal within the Catholic Church. There is an entire generation of people searching for authentic purpose in their lives who desire to serve the proclamation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and live a rich life of personal holiness. This is an exciting challenge to those who desire to live a deep and rich Christian way of life. Written by Father David Tickerhoof, you are sure to be inspired. Sold on Amazon, in print, and Kindle. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady Queen of Peace House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. To find today's show notes, go to evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. This is episode 29, The Grace of Christian Renewal. Here's Father David. Good day to everyone. I would like to speak about the church's grace of renewal. What does it consist in? How does it develop? How should we experience it? In the last podcast, I reviewed the initial development of the charismatic renewal and what happened to the movement to this point. We surely want to thank God for the wonderful works of grace that have been available within this movement. Yet along with the charismatic movement and other programmatic offerings of spiritual and pastoral renewal in the church, we need to ask ourselves the question, are these opportunities in and of themselves sufficient to bring about a mature or completed experience of the church's grace of renewal? For the sake of this presentation, I would like to answer they are not, and if not, Is there something we can consider that may move us forward in this consideration? From the years of 1961 to 1965, three significant acts of God occurred. The first, the Second Vatican Council. The second, the apparitions of Mary, particularly at Garabandal. And thirdly, the charismatic renewal, and its affiliated efforts. Most Catholics do not know very much about Vatican Council II. When an ecumenical council occurs in the church, this happening is a major work of God and his grace for the people of God and many living in the world. In addition to the beautifully written documents of the council and the prescriptions that follow, there emerges an abundance of fruit for the practical experience of the life of the church and its ministries and outreaches. 
The charismatic renewal was one of those significant fruits. Within the renewal, individuals had the opportunity to receive a powerful, actual grace of refreshment, empowerment, and spiritual renewal directly from the Lord. People's relationships with the Lord, understanding the activity of the Holy Spirit in one's life, and the experience of the gifts of the Holy Spirit advanced tremendously. What most did not see was that this outpouring of grace was just the beginning. For the most part, the primary concentration was on the presence and activity of the Holy Spirit. However, there is much more which needs to happen through the church's grace of renewal, which flowed profusely as a direct gift from the Lord. The Father and the Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. After that momentous occasion, when Jesus appeared on earth, it was no longer the historical Jesus before his resurrection. It was now the splendor and the power of the glorious Jesus risen from the dead. He now radiated the glorious power of heavenly reality. Jesus still bore his wounds, magnifying the mighty power of the cross. And he was filled in a new matter with the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. All the spiritual gifts were incarnated in the person of the risen, glorious Son of God. Where do we find this reality in the scriptures? It is wonderfully integrated in the person of Jesus Christ when he appeared to the disciples in the upper room the night of the resurrection. Let's take a look at that scripture. It comes from John chapter 20, verses 19 to 23. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and he said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. At times, in the charismatic renewal, individuals tended to over-concentrate on the Holy Spirit as the central reality of spiritual transformation. For sure, that concentration is necessary. But if it becomes excessive or inordinate, other dimensions of the process of growth and transformation are neglected. When a person exercises exercises a balanced approach to the grace of transformation, the power of the cross of Jesus, and the beautiful experience of the glory of the resurrection comes into play in addition to the work of the Holy Spirit. For a mature and most effective experience of the life and power of grace involves a threefold power of the Spirit the cross, and the resurrection. This is what is meant by the church's grace of renewal. This is what 
Pope Benedict XVI identified as the main message of the Council. Pastoral theology identifies this threefold experience of grace as the Paschal mystery. The effects of the death and resurrection and the experience of the power and gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we see this reality symbolized on the night of the resurrection by Jesus when he appeared in his splendid, glorified state of being, showed the disciples his wounds, and breathed on them to receive the power and commissioning of the Holy Spirit. Another obstacle which diminished the effectiveness and power of the Holy Spirit in the charismatic renewal was the neglect of the integration of the charis charismatic gifts in the renewing actual grace of the Holy Spirit. In many instances, the spiritual gifts which we find in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 8 and the following, were taken for granted or neglected. Some of this happened because new and young leaders did not know how to teach and bring the gifts forth in the recipients of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This situation gradually grew worse as time moved on. The truth is that the practical experience of the Pentecostal grace is achieved for the most part by possession and the practical use of the charismatic gifts practically and in, in a major way in the daily difficulties and situations of our, of our daily experience. Therefore, the conclusion is the necessi necessity to develop a renewal program in a retreat or seminar atmosphere which integrates all three renewing powers of the grace and the charismatic gifts for a, a participant in a specially designed program or spiritual structure that will achieve the necessary objectives of the church's grace of renewal. May we pray. Dear Lord, we are so grateful for the wonderful outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our life. In the church, there are many brothers and sisters who are hungry for the transforming power of the Holy Spirit that will bring sanctification and holiness in their human lives. We humbly seek your wisdom and understanding, which will help us serve our brothers and sisters in this journey of holiness and peace. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the heart of his mother Mary. Amen. The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.